welcome to episode 10 of the Dark Mystic Quell podcast. I am your host, L.A. Jacob. If you hear some purring, that's my cat, Tom, which who doesn't want to leave while I'm recording this. Also, if you hear meows, that's also Tom. And lastly, if you hear humming, that's my refrigerator. Please don't confuse Tom's purring with the refrigerator. Okay, first, a housekeeping note. The December 1st podcast might not be out at that time because I'm getting ready for the Rhode Island Author Expo on December 2nd. It's going to be held at the Roads on the Patuxet in Cranston, Rhode Island, which sounds fancy and it is. It'll be on from 10 to 5, and I'll be there signing books and selling books and talking about my books and all kinds of neat things. If you want to go on a road trip, send me a couple of comments, and I'll tell you what the good hotels are. Second, I'd like to try and get some interviews on Skype, once I figure it out, of course. If you're interested in getting an interview by someone who hasn't interviewed somebody in about 30 years, then also comment on the website, which is www.darkmysticquill.com, or tweet me at darkmysticquill. Number three. This podcast is brought to you by Paper Angel Press. They're my publisher, and I'm really happy to work with them. They are looking for submissions for next year. If you have a manuscript and are interested in seeing it in a really live book, you know what I mean, then contact them at submissions at paperangelpress.com. They will work with you in the editing process, formatting, and cover design. Paperangelpress.com, where our mission is to bring new works of fiction and art to light and to give people a chance to realize their dreams. So I decided to do National Novel Writing Month with a memoir of 2008, because the title, A Year of Magical Thinking, was already taken. I decided to call it Torn Asunder. In 2008, I was diagnosed with stage 4 kidney cancer. In April, in July, my husband died in a motorcycle accident. It was, needless to say, a horrible year. I decided to write about it. It's almost 10 years now, and I should be over it, don't you think? Nope. I wrote the first draft. It came out to about 14,000 words. And it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Usually my first drafts, I can tolerate rereading them and I can even post them on my grimalkin.com website but this this was bad it was like reading a newspaper article no guts no feeling if I looked at it from a story point of view I didn't care about the protagonist the protagonist was selfish cold and going through the motions I understand it's not a story it's a memoir but even memoirs have a story to them You care about the characters in them. Now, the big thing in the writing market, and for the memoir in particular, is authenticity. 
Like artisan is to food, authenticity is to writing. It's the hipster term that everybody throws around to show they know what they're talking about. I realized while writing this memoir that although it might be physically authentic, that is, the stuff that really happened to me, it's not truly authentic. The deep down feelings that make you care about what makes you see the character in your mind's eye and then make you turn pages. A memoir is not a litany in This Happened to Me. It's more like, this happened to me, I felt this, and this is how I reacted. I got to the 14,000 words, and I couldn't do any more. It was the end of the funeral and the end of my cancer treatment. I thought, I can't pad this, but wait. As far as I'm concerned, though, it's not done. I have to do some more digging. I didn't realize that the wound is still raw, that it's not healed up. But there's stuff in the back of the closet that I've hidden from the bare light bulb light, where the spiders live and the cobwebs are, where it's spooky and messy and, most of all, authentic. What the point of this is, is you may get to the authentic point in your writing. Your character has gotten to a point where it's going to get messy. Feelings are going to be hurt when you dig them up. And when you do that, you've grabbed the reader by the throat and gotten them to follow you anywhere. It's hard, very hard, to move yourself to tears or laughter with your own writing. But when it happens, that's what you want. Be authentic. Be real. Show the feelings that your character is going through. Use internal dialogue, external actions and reactions, and hopefully your reader will follow along and feel the same things. So that's about it for this week. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you again soon.